Are you new to wholesaling real estate and you want some additional help getting that marketing out the door so your phone can start ringing? Do you need help running comps, analyzing deals, making offers? How about repair estimates? Do you struggle with any of these things? Well, guys, we are here to help. Mike and I have a weekly group coaching mastermind, and we would like to invite you guys to come check it out. It is a phenomenal value. For just a few hundred dollars a month, you can connect with Mike and I, get access to all of our courses, as well as join us on weekly coaching calls where we discuss what is working today in our real estate business. We are an open book. We talk about what kind of marketing we're doing. We do case studies and we answer any and all questions that you guys might have for us on those weekly calls. This mastermind is limited to only a few people. So check it out at dpipodcast.com forward slash mastermind to where you guys can get some more information about this amazing offer. Again, access to all of our courses. Connect with Mike and I on weekly calls. Ask us questions that you have about your wholesaling or real estate business, as well as weekly trainings on what we are doing in our business and what is working. This is like rocket fuel for your business. Check it out, dpipodcast.com forward slash mastermind. We'll see you inside. Welcome to the Discount Property Investor Podcast, where we show you how to buy real estate at a discount so you can create wealth over time and income today. Our mission is to share what we have learned from the experience of others and help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate, the discount property investor way. Thanks for tuning in. Hey guys, welcome back. This is the Discount Property Investor Podcast, your host David Dodge and Mike Slane. We definitely want to encourage everybody to check out the Discount Property Investor Podcast website that we just put up. We have all of the shows on the website. There is uh, show notes on there as well. So we have lots of good links in there. And um, of course, as always, check out the freewholesalecourse.com. We um, actually just added some more content to that uh, recently, and we plan to continue to add content to that as well. So we're gonna keep growing and adding value and you know putting out more and more stuff on the freewholesalecourse.com. Absolutely. So, yeah, and you mentioned the website. I wanted to talk a, a little bit about that too. Yeah. So all the show notes are in there as well, and if you're listening to us in audio, we also have all of our podcasts recorded in video as well. Mm -hmm. So if you wanted to see us, uh, you can you can look at our smiling faces online uh, on YouTube, <laughs> or again, like the like uh, David had mentioned, the links are on the um, the website as well. Mm -hmm. So you can check out discountpropertyinvestorpodcast.com. That's right. So today, What's our discussion today, man? Yeah, what today we we're going to be talking about bandit signs. Bandit signs. Yes, sir. I love me some bandit signs. Yeah, so first off, let's, uh, let's start real basic. Uh, what is a bandit sign, Dave? Oh, a bandit sign is a sign that just says that you have a product or a service that you're looking to sell and you leave it somewhere. Hence the word bandit. 
Pretty much. Right. Yeah. So and that's and that's kind of the issue and why they're called bandit signs is because they're not necessarily allowed in every municipality. So you're going to want to check your municipalities, check the rules that uh, that are out there a lot. I mean, some of them you can put them up on the weekends as long as you pull them down after uh, things like that. So you're going to check into that. Uh, mm -hmm. We're not encouraging anyone to break the law. Uh, but again, this is a pretty common way that uh, wholesalers are finding deals. I know here in St. Louis, man, we, we see bandit signs for all sorts of things. I see for, there's Queen Plush, so like a mattress. I guess somebody's selling mattresses. Yep. Uh, the We Buy um, Houses, obviously. Uh, we Buy Diabetic Test Strips. What else do you see out there? Uh, the test strip ones are coming more and more popular, that's yeah. for sure. I also see ones for um, home health care, mm -hmm. like uh, elderly health care. Mm -hmm. And then like during tax season, I'll see bandit signs all over for... Uh, you know, get your taxes done, or a lot of, um, there's a couple companies around town too that they, they'll help you get benefits. Oh yeah, I think I saw that. You know, I've they'll be like, call those. now yeah. and we'll get you, we'll get you, you know, monthly paid or they'll help subsidize your housing or, but anyway, the, the, yeah. the moral of the story here is that anybody can use them. You know, I also see them a lot during the fall leaf removal. So here's oh People yeah, will there's put tons them of up those. and they'll put them up for lawn, so lawn care and leaf removal. Here, here's a couple samples that we have. Um, so this one's white with red uh, lettering. It just says we buy houses with our phone number. With our on. phone number right underneath it. Uh, another one that we use is black and yellow. So yellow and white are pretty much the traditional signs, mm -hmm. uh, and they're easy to get get printed on. You just want to make sure you have a color that contrasts pretty well. Uh, here was another one that we've done, so you can see white and blue. Mm -hmm. um, so but yeah. these signs, for those that are listening, they're, they just say we buy houses with That's a phone number. Mm -hmm. It's very, very basic, very simple. You got to think when people see these signs, they aren't going to have a ton of time to, you know, jot down all the information on the sign. So you don't want to put a website and an email. You just want to give them a phone number and tell them that you buy houses. Right. And then there, there's a... So we can we can go into it uh, quite a bit. So just the what what part first? We'll focus on that. So it's just a sign, and traditionally it's white or yellow corrugated plastic. Mm -hmm. So they're plastic, so they hold up in the rain uh, pretty well. I mean, if there's a little bit of weather conditions. Right. Um, so I didn't want to get ahead of they're it. Actually, so pretty durable. I mean, I've seen signs yeah. that have been up for months and months at a time. Mm -hmm. I had one for over a year. No way. Yeah, there's a spot. That's awesome. I keep, yeah, there's about 15 signs on the pole though. Right. Uh, so but yeah, they last for a really long time. And the key is uh, make sure that you write in uh, colors that don't fade. So one, one thing, I mean, that's something I learned is on the white signs, I used red permanent marker and the sun fades them. I mean, in a couple mm. weeks, they're dead. So if you leave them out there, they're definitely not going to stay as long. Mm -hmm. So anyways, that's uh, pro tips. So let's talk about uh, where you can find banded signs. Yeah, there's lots of places online that you can buy them. Um, when I first started out, I think I went on like eBay and I bought um, I bought signs that didn't have any ink on there and I was writing them mm -hmm. with a marker. Yep, that's how I started too, is writing know, and That's everything. the cheapest route, but it's also very time consuming to do that to 100 or 200 or 1,000 signs depending on how many of them you buy. Sure. So at this point, you know, I've gone to uh, Signs on the Cheap mm -hmm. to buy mine. And again, there's lots of different places that you can get them, but Signs on the Cheap is actually my favorite place. Um, not only are they really cost effective, I mean, they're all gonna be pretty reasonable whenever mm -hmm. you start to get up into a decent quantity, like over you know 150 to 200 signs, they're gonna pretty much be the same um, cost, but they just had 
quick shipping, sometimes free shipping. Oh, that's huge. That's huge. Yeah. yeah and ship, on, I, that's what I was just going to say is that shipping is one of the things that gets real expensive. Yeah, on the not always, size. but sometimes they'll run a promotion and they'll offer that. Sure. And uh, they're just fast. You know, if you order them, usually you have them within a week. Yeah, that's great. You know, and some companies, they may say, you know, we'll have them to you in two to three weeks. Mm -hmm. And uh, well, and the quality's always been great. And you can design on their website what you want. So they have like, you know, I don't even know the exact number, but let's say 30 or 40 templates roughly. And you don't like any of those templates, you can design your own or you can use one of their templates and modify it, mm -hmm. which is super cool. So that's just kind of the place I I yeah, like great. to use, you yeah. know, and, and I'd I, recommend uh, people check it out. Actually, in our show notes, we'll be happy to throw a link up there. Absolutely. On the website, we'll have the link. In the show notes, we'll have the link. And uh, I'm pretty much everywhere. We've also um, got a relationship with, uh, who's the other one? Dirt Cheap Signs. And mm -hmm. I used to use them a lot. And if you mention the Discount Property Investor podcast, uh, when you call, mm -hmm. uh, they'll give you 5% off. Uh, but again, you know, shop around and, and figure out which ones are best for you. Yeah, absolutely. And it, um, it may depend on your needs, too. If you're not in a big hurry and you can find them, you know, cheaper elsewhere, that's totally understandable. We at the Discount Property Investor prefer and currently use mm -hmm. signs on the cheap. Yep. That's that's kind of our go-to. Absolutely. But again, if you're on a budget, you know, I think Mike mentioned this in, man, it's probably been 15 episodes now, maybe episode two or three. but. You know, if you're on a budget, you can make a bandit sign out of cardboard. Yep. You don't necessarily need to, you know, have these nice corrugated signs. What does a sign cost, Mike? I know that there's def definitely differences between. Say if you're an Amazon Prime user, you got plenty of cardboard sitting around. That's right. That's so true. <laughs> you can make some. That's signs. so true. I know there's like, a difference between number of colors as mm -hmm. well as front, as well as one-sided or two-sided. Sure. We we just use one-sided signs. We always, I believe, always right? use one-sided, uh, and the reason for that is and it's not as big of an issue now for us, but the sun. Uh, if you use two-sided signs, and you put it out there, and the sun is hitting it, you can't read it very well. That's so true. I never because I, the ink on the backside is bleeding through. Right. So Good we point. we never do two sided signs anymore. And if you're going to put it up on a telephone pole, what's the purpose of having paying for extra ink on the back that no one's going to see? Correct. There's a piece of wood behind it. Correct. So then, uh, so the average cost, I think, uh, and shoot, I figure it uh, average cost after shipping, including stakes and everything. I think we spend about two dollars a sign with so, the with the metal stakes. Mm -hmm, and we, but I don't. I order, you know, a third of Because we're going to put them up on poles. Exactly. Yeah. So if I order 600 signs, I only remember 200 stakes is what, what I'm saying there because we're going to put a lot of them up high right. on, on the telephone poles. Mm -hmm. So um, so what to do then? Let's talk about that. Yeah. Uh, we're kind of talking about how we, how we put them out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Um, when I used to be more active doing the signs myself, now we obviously have somebody helping us with that. Uh, I always like to go with a partner. Um, so we would go on Friday or uh, Thursday or Friday nights, and we'd usually go late at night. You bandits. Well, there's a couple <laughs> reasons. One, one is traffic. There's usually less traffic right. around 1 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. And two is it's not visible. Now, uh, I have other people who do the exact opposite, just do it right in the middle, broad daylight, just because it's easier and they don't want to get hit by a car. So. You know, it's, it's kind of up to you. But we would go Thursday, Friday night. We'd go partners because uh, when you're out there driving around two different intersections, it takes a lot of time and effort to park the car, get Hop out of the out. car. Yep. Exactly. Go grab your signs, put it in the ground, then go back to the car, mm -hmm. get another sign. So it, it is very time consuming, uh, or it can be. 
if you don't kind of have a system down. And with two people, it really you can really fly through it. So reach out to another wholesaler, I would say, and uh, tag team. Uh, it makes it a lot more fun, mm -hmm. to be totally honest, too. I mean, when you've got somebody else out there uh, doing what you're doing and, and trying to get some deals together. Uh, I yeah, if you have a partner or just another investor, mm -hmm. you know, there are, you can hire people on Craigslist mm -hmm. to go place the signs. There's an app. I can't remember the name of it. Do you remember the name of the yeah. app? Oh, no. I, yeah, I don't remember that one. There is a, there there is was a great app. app to track where people put the signs yeah, for Yeah, we'll you. put it in sure. the show notes. But there is an app to where, it, and the reason that we recommend the app is if you're doing it yourself, you don't need it necessarily. It is kind of a cool little thing, but if you're paying somebody, the app will allow them to take a photo of each sign that they place and it geolocates that photo. So it actually generates a map and it puts pins in the map of all the places that there's a sign. And you can click on each pin and you can actually see a photo of that sign. So you know you can you can use it to you know confirm that you have paid somebody um, you know, X amount of money and giving them X amount of science to go do it, and they and they did it. Mm -hmm. Versus just take those and throw them in the dumpster and yeah. take your money. So uh, yeah, let's step it back a notch. I mean, for just the kind of the newbie who's starting out doing it themselves. Though. Right. So where to put them out then? Uh, I would say, I mean, get out there in your your city. You got to kind of know ex um, you got to know your roads. So I would pick some busier intersections, and I would put them at all four corners. Mm -hmm as well as on telephone poles. So you're gonna get a sign stapler uh, or something as simple as a hammer and nails and just put them up pretty high and and staple them to the uh, telephone poles. Right. So how many are you gonna put out? Uh, I think if you can get out about 50 in a week, you're doing really good. Because mm -hmm. uh, like we said, they do take a little bit of time to, to put out there. Now, I mean, let me back up, Mike, I was, I was yeah. Thinking about something else here, I wasn't giving you my full attention. I do apologize. So you want to put them at intersections on telephone poles, right? Well, if yeah, if there's telephone poles in the intersection or around the intersection, absolutely, okay. put them up high. And it, wouldn't you think that it would be a good idea to get them as high as possible? Absolutely, just so people can't rip mm -hmm. them down. Okay. Mm -hmm. What about like uh, entrance or exit ramps of highways? Also Is that great. A good place. Yeah. Okay. I see a lot of them there. It's anywhere where the traffic comes to a stop. Okay, that was really what I was getting at. So, like, an entrance ramp really isn't going to be very valuable because the cars are speeding up right there. They're mm -hmm. not sitting. But an exit ramp, if you can get it down kind of near the yeah, near the more, intersection. Much more valuable. You know, to where they point. get off the highway and then they're sitting at a stoplight for 45 seconds before they would turn or go straight or whatever the case is. That sign sitting right there. Mm -hmm. They've got yeah. the time to take a take a, a look at it. Yeah, or just any road that's the traffic isn't moving, you know, more than like thirty or forty miles an hour. Yeah, I mean that that could be okay too. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say roads with stoplights more so than right. There's uh, going to be better when they're stopped because then when they can actually yeah. read the sign and they can write the number down. Because mm -hmm. if they're going forty miles an hour, they're probably going to have to drive by it about three or four times before they're going to actually. Yeah, that brings up another good point though it. too. Whenever you're selecting the phone number to put on these signs. You know, try to try to get a number that maybe has either some repeaters in it or some zeros in it or something that's going to be a little bit easier to remember than just one that has a completely random, mm -hmm. you know, Yeah, number. that's definitely helpful. Um, I would say the most important thing, though, is to get a clean phone number or uh, what I mean by that is something like that's a Google Voice number because if they are illegal in your area, you're most likely going to have code enforcement uh, or the local police calling you and asking you to take the signs down. Mm -hmm. So you definitely want something that's not necessarily traceable back to you, just in case you do put out too many and start getting some uh, some phone calls like that. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So 
Uh, that's I think we've well, and you can track it too. Mm-hmm. That's you know, important. Yeah. Versus just having one number with all your different types of marketing going to, you know, it's not a bad idea at all to to have different numbers for different types of marketing. They can all forward to the same number. So you don't have to have 30 different numbers that you're answering, you can just have mm -hmm. one. But that way you can go into your systems down the road and you can say, okay, hey, I got this many bandit sign calls last week and this many calls from letters and this many calls from postcards and you know so on and so forth. So Google Voice is definitely great because again, we don't want you to break the law. We're definitely not encouraging you to do that. But if you, for, for example, go out and place some signs unknowing that those signs may may be you know against the code in that area, um, and they start blowing you up and offering to you know telling you to, to that they're going to fine you, we recommend going back and taking the signs down. Yeah, but absolutely. if you put up two hundred signs, it's going to pretty much be impossible to go find every one of those. So again, you know, we recommend you would take them down in the event that you did something that you weren't supposed to. But at the same time, if you you know worst case scenario, if, if it got to that point, you could just change the number you know, or delete that number, so. Banded signs are great though, folks. We definitely recommend them, especially if you're getting started. Great way to generate leads. You know, some of our best deals have been from banded signs. I just had a, I just closed a deal. That's uh, what I was just looking for. A week and a half ago. Yeah, I was looking through our system here to find a, a good story on bandit signs. But yeah, if you if you can remember one off the top I, of your head, I got head, one go we just it. closed a week and a half ago. Awesome. I don't want to awesome. name the address or the, or no, the no, 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 people definitely. or anything keep along it, those it. lines, but it was in South County here in St. Louis. And, uh, the uh, the individual called off of a bandit sign and uh, went out and took pictures of the home and I made her an offer and we negotiated back and forth for probably about a month so it definitely wasn't you know a super quick transaction but I would call her every four or five days and um, eventually we kind of met somewhere in the middle closer to my number than hers but um, you know, it was a win-win though because. So go into the numbers with us. How much? Uh, what was she? Do you remember what she was originally asking? And, yeah, and where absolutely. You, where you ended so, up on it? Let me see here. I think she was originally asking about a hundred and fifty-five thousand for the property. Okay. And, and what did you think it was worth, or? What, well, what the property was worth probably around one ninety to two hundred. Okay. But it needed twenty grand. Okay, gotcha. Worth the work. You gotcha. Know? And uh, she was asking, what did I say? One, 150, one, 155, 150 like to that. 155 in that range. My offer was 130. Okay. So it wasn't like super low, but it was definitely 20,000 less than what she was asking. Mm -hmm. And um, we, we met at about, I think it was 137 is where we met. Mm -hmm. And then we sold the deal like three days later for 145. Awesome. So we made about eight, after closing costs, it'll be about seven. Awesome. But it was a bandit sign lead, mm -hmm. you know? And it's like people always say like, oh, I hate bandit signs. Like they don't work. Well, this is proof. We use yeah, them. Yeah, we use them in our in business. Our business. Um, they do work. It is it is a little bit of work for sure, mm -hmm. um, especially getting out uh, early mornings like I used to do and putting them out. But uh, yeah, they, they definitely work. So mm -hmm. I mean, there's a, there's a $7,000 success. And we were just looking at the number of signs we put out in the past six months. And I think total cost, we were around, uh, Number number of signs was like a thousand, so it's going to cost around two thousand mm -hmm. dollars. So I mean, again, that one deal more than pays for the past. Oh yeah, that that marketing. one deal will pay for bandit signs for the next few months, <laughs> for a few years, few years yeah. probably. Yeah, yeah. But really, if you look at it that way. Yeah. And then I mean, at this point, you know, we don't have to be out there ourselves doing it. We mm -hmm. can hire people to do it, and 
you know, so on and so forth. So um, absolutely, definitely encourage Bandit Science, folks. They are definitely a great way to uh, get your message out. You know, you buy houses, we buy houses. Put your number out there. Don't overcomplicate it. Um, the stakes you can buy, like Mike said, he usually buys about a third mm -hmm. of the stakes as he does signs. And the reason for that is, is we only put a third of the signs in the ground. So the stakes are just little pieces of metal that go in the bottom of the sign and then they go in the dirt. So whenever you put it in the ground, um, we prefer to put our signs up on telephone poles because they tend to last a little bit longer. And you know, most of the telephone poles that we're, that we're locating and using are at intersections. And again, that's where people are sitting in their car. It's where they have the ability to you know, read your message and actually write down the number or pick up their phone yeah. and call it in real time. Yeah. Right so I mean, obviously, yeah, obviously, we do use both. And if you're gonna go with the stakes, there's the two types. There's the one H stake, and that's really small. What's gonna happen is you're gonna put half it in the ground and half it in the sign. So your sign is almost sitting in the ground. So if there's any uh, snow or grass growing, they may not even be able to read the bottom of your sign. So yeah. Or if it's just kind of in a ravine. You know, yeah. If the road or isn't, down. isn't flat. So I almost, I mean, I never buy those signs anymore. I always buy the taller ones. It's a little bit more expensive, but absolutely. Cause you, you get more visibility. You've got to get it off the ground. Yeah. Yeah. What's so the important. purpose of putting a sign out if no one's going to see it? Exactly. Exactly. You know, so, so important point there. Real quick, just, just to touch on it, you know, what, how would you recommend people putting the signs on the telephone poles? Because you know, a lot of people that are new to bandit signs or real estate investing and, and generating leads via bandit signs, you know, they may not know. So like when I first started out doing bandit signs on telephone poles, I literally went and bought a hammer and nails. Mm -hmm. And then I progressed to a little short, like three-step ladder to mm -hmm. get them up a little higher. And now we have- a, We've got an awesome tool. Now we have a tool that yeah. we bought online. So I think it's called the bandit sign hammer, but people online are, I'm seeing all over now that are making them at home. They yeah. go up to the hardware well, store. Well, three years ago, that's there was a video. It's probably one of my most popular videos mm -hmm. back on um, Slain Properties. And I think it's maybe 40 bucks worth of materials, and that's including a $30 DeWalt uh, stapler. Stapler. Like the yeah, ham one that hammer you, stapler. Hammer stapler. Mm -hmm. uh, you can actually put it together with some three-inch PVC pipe and uh, the hammer stapler and a door jam, the transition piece in a door jam. Mm-hmm and you put it together and it allows you to throw the sign in that thing uh, and then get it up really high and tack it up to the pole, to a light pole about uh, you know 10 feet in the air. Let's add that to the show notes, Mike. Sure. That'd be a great video yeah, we'll to put the add we'll, we'll add the link to that. Awesome. Uh, we can add, yeah, definitely. Cool. Yeah, so that's uh, extremely important. Again, get them up high, but not too high. Uh, you again, got people in the car. If it's up 20 feet high, they're not gonna see it because uh, when they pull up next to it, it's going to be over their Yeah, that's a really windshield. good point. Don't go yeah. too high because yeah. then they won't see it. But you definitely want to try to get it above where somebody can reach mm -hmm. because the the um, the aldermen's and... Yeah, people are... Uh, exactly. If it's easy to take down, they're going to go take it down. If and other investors, other wholesalers, they may want to get your sign off mm -hmm. the pole and put theirs up. So. Definitely, definitely not encouraging that. There's plenty of deals out there for everyone. Right. So. Absolutely. Uh, so guys, I think the uh, action item for this week, uh, since we're talking about bandit signs, we're going to encourage you guys to at least purchase them if you haven't already. Uh, if you have, put out 50 bandit signs and see what happens. Just put them out there. You're going to get calls, folks. You're going to get calls. Mm -hmm. And another thing is, you know, just because let's say you put out 50 signs and, you know, you get, I don't know, five or 10 phone calls off those signs, hopefully more, um, and you don't get a deal off of it, don't be discouraged. You know, you, you at this point have a name, a phone number, and an address from that call of somebody that 
you know, was at least motivated enough to call and get more information. So follow up with those people. You know, on average, our deals, they don't happen immediately. Yeah, the money is definitely in the follow-up. The follow money up. is in the follow-up. you got to call these people, so that was you know, five, seven, ten. I mean, we've had people that we've called just 25 times. Rewind uh, five minutes or six minutes in this podcast and listen to Dave's success story. He right. just said he called her a bunch of times. It took me a month. Months, following up with her every couple days. I think days. I called her every three or four days, and it took me over a month. So, I mean, that's ten calls Yeah, at three times, at three every three days. So... But you I mean look what look what it benefited. It made, mm-hmm. We made seven thousand on that deal from a bandit sign. It's awesome, you know. And the bandit sign didn't do anything but just spark a lady's interest, knowing that I'd buy her house. Mm-hmm. What actually got the deal done was the follow up. Yep. So, very cool. So, well, guys, check us out online, the Discount Property Investor Podcast um, And of course, we're always encouraging people: free wholesale course. It's free. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain, tons of content. We're obviously always wanting to provide value, so we'll be adding new stuff to that course. If you want to contact myself or Mike, David at DiscountPropertyInvestor.com, <coughs> excuse me, or Mike at DiscountPropertyInvestor.com. And uh, I think that wraps up this show on Bandit Science. Mike, you want to close us out with a quote? Sure. Keep your eyes on the stars and your feet on the ground. But, but get, get your, your bandit right. signs out there. That's right. <laughs> but get your bandit signs out there. All right. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening to the Discount Property Investor Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please like, share, and subscribe to help us reach a wider audience. We would also appreciate it if you left us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. Thanks in advance for your support. And remember, you make your money when you buy and get paid when you sell. Now let's go build some wealth.